0: Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeve Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. Cheryl is speaking to us from the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Cheryl, just tell me what it's like, you know, what's going on in your life? We haven't talked in a little while. Tell me about uh, being at the Big Ten tournament and anything else that's going on with you right now.
1: Yeah, things are, you know, kind of turned up a little bit in the college season. So it's a really exciting time of the year as we know it turned March. Uh, that's always such a fun time. Um, not only for the great college basketball, it means we are getting really close to the WNBA season, which I'm really excited about. And uh, that's what we're locked in on right now is the, is, is the final final uh, I guess touches on everyone's roster and, and, and on our jockeying for uh, evaluation position, if you will, for, for the collegiate draft uh, coming in April.
0: Do feel the same sense of excitement every year, no matter what, or is your excitement based on, you know, how your particular roster is coming together?
1: Well, I I think there's been times maybe that's been affected (laughs) uh, for, for, uh, for some coaches, but I I think for like, we've been very fortunate. I I think that um, there might've been a little more uncertainty between year 2018 and 2019 between those two seasons, um, you know, as we had some, some turnover of, of some players that we knew for a long time, where the off seasons just kind of ran themselves and you had to make one or two moves and that was it. And and so, um, but I would say by and large, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. Uh, it, you know, who doesn't love spring, you know? And like I said, that's just the signal of, a, of another WNBA season being just around the corner. So there's not been a time that I've not been excited about, about getting into another WNBA season.
0: We're talking before Lindsey Whalen's team plays her fir- the first game of the Big Ten tournament, so we won't get too much into that game specifically. But you know, we've talked. We always talk about Whalen, and uh, you know, it's, it's, they had a losing streak in late January. Since then, I think they're five and four, with two of the losses coming against top twenty-five teams. And they had the great recruiting class on the way in. Uh, have you talked to Lindsey, and do you have a, a sense of how she's feeling about things right now?
1: As you know, I've been in touch with Lindsey uh, throughout her time in Minnesota, but then certainly this. Uh, this season, you know, we, we've talked quite a bit and, and, uh, I think more than anything, Lindsay's really excited uh, about the direction of the team. And I think how they've played, uh, you know, I mentioned that, you know, they, they had a tough stretch, they had some addition by subtraction, and then they got to a really good place. And I think they're looking for some momentum as they complete this season and, and, and get ready for what everyone's excited about, which is this, uh, Minnesota recruiting, recruiting class that they have coming in.
0: Yes, uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, by the way, if you're a, a fan of women's sports, my guest this week on uh, Block to Mutants, my show is Kelsey Trainer, a really fascinating individual, uh, very accomplished in many ways, and a great promoter of women's sports. Uh, also, I want to let you know you can find all of our shows at TalkNorth.com. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. We recommend subscribing at your favorite podcast app. It is free. It is easy. Thanks also to all of our sponsors, Rudy Luther, Toyota, Pizza Luce, Cara Quinn, My Realtor, Successful Marketing Group, and All Energy Solar. Uh, so how much work do you have to do on your Lynx roster? I know you signed a couple of players recently. Obviously, you recently brought back uh, Rachel Bannum. You have Laja Clarendon coming back. You know Sylvia Fowles is going to be back. I mean, are you just kind of looking for depth at this point? Are you looking for developmental players? What's your mindset?
1: Well, if I could take a second to uh, promote your blocked and muted show with Kelsey Trainer, people don't want to miss that. So if you're a listener, an avid listener of our show, you absolutely need to go over anytime time to listen to Jim Suhans podcast. But certainly this particular episode with, with Kelsey Trainer, they don't want to miss that. She's a really good one. Uh, anyway, so uh, onto our roster. We yeah we're kind of where everybody else is. If you if you do the exercise, if you don't have anything to do, Jim, just sit down and go through the, the depth chart of. Uh, we have just twelve teams, so it's not hard. Uh, you kind of look at where everybody is uh, in the process. And as you mentioned, we've gone through free agency. Every, you know, it's been well documented where we are with that. Uh, and so now it's, it's about we have four draft picks. We've got to figure out the you know, maximizing the value in each of those picks of what it looks like for our roster. You're certainly looking for uh, depth at all times. Uh, we, we, we have a core group. Uh, And so we're very open to uh, what the final roster looks like. It's going to be an incredibly competitive training camp, not only here in Minnesota, but around the league. Uh, There are going to be a number of quality players that are going to be on the outside looking in um, uh, once it's all said and done. When we tip off on May 6th, uh, as teams are only probably carrying, I would say probably 10 out of the 12 teams are only going to carry uh, 11 players and not 12 to start the season. That's that's a lot of jobs that aren't available, uh, 10 to be exact, in terms of what we're we're able to carry. Uh, it's just getting harder, getting really, really hard. Uh, and, and, you know, we've talked about this. We we certainly could use uh, and we'll, we'll likely get more teams um, you know, so we can get some more jobs. But for now, all of our jobs are really difficult um, uh, in terms of, you know, kind of the leaving off some what I, what I would call some quality players.
0: And as the WNBA grows, we've we and we have you have new ownership, new kinds of owners coming in. We have some really interesting uh, developments. I am sure you read Howard Megdahl's piece about uh, the New York Liberty and chartered flights and kind of the debate over that. I'll just throw it open to you. What did you think of the piece? What uh, what do you have any thoughts on what direction the WNBA should take in that regard?
1: Yeah. Um... You know, it was it was um, a certainly very in depth piece on um, something that that happened during the, the 2021 season that I thought was pretty unfortunate. Um, you know, we we all want this league to get to a place uh, where we are seeing um, you know better better conditions. Let's just say, uh, and and I think that um, how we get there is certainly what's up for debate. Or how long does it take for us to get there is what's up for debate. Uh, but what's not up for debate is what our current rules are. Uh, and that was my biggest takeaway is that that's unacceptable. You know, we, we have, we have rules for a reason. Uh, and especially from an ownership standpoint, you have the ability to get the most done uh, at the board of governor meetings. And so there's a process that they could go about. There are steps that you could take. Uh, that was my biggest takeaway. Uh, I thought that there possibly could have been uh, harsher uh, punishments when you're, when you're, Uh, a half a million dollars to a billionaire. That's not that much money. Um, And, you know, it's like, you know, $500 to you and I, Jim, you know, that uh, it's just, uh, I I thought the message should have been a little bit stronger. I certainly understand maybe why it was not, but um, you know, we've seen um, a lot more harsh punishments for uh, a lot less, certainly here in Minnesota uh, on the NBA side. Uh, So, so I, um, I thought it was unfortunate. I thought it was unfortunate while, um, I think that the sentiment was, uh, oh my gosh, how could we do this to the players? Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I think to me, the biggest takeaway was that, you know, we, we put those players and coaches every time they stepped on the plane, know that they were in violation of a very serious, uh, rule. Uh, so that, that was, that was pretty unfortunate. I, I didn't, I wasn't in support of that path, uh, to get where we all want to
0: go. Right. Everybody's in favor of chartered players for planes. The question is, how do you do it and how do you do it fairly? And that was what jumped out at me is uh, you're you're telling – because I think most of the new owners of WNBA teams are going to be billionaires. And uh, and if you're telling a billionaire that they can basically break any rule they want and only have to pay $500,000, uh, that's carte blanche.
1: Yeah, it could be. It could be problematic. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we're – I think there's a lot of enthusiasm uh, around some of the willingness of, of some of the newer owners. Uh, and that's exciting. And, and let's just all kind of work together on this and, 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 you know, find a way to get where we all want to go. And, and, you know, that's not going to come without some challenges as, as what was highlighted in, in Howard's story that not all 12 owners feel uh, maybe the way, but that's all, that's how you create change. It's like, not all twelve people that were in the room voting for the twenty-second shot clock wanted the twenty-second shot clock, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know change comes. You know it, it like it comes with difficulty and uh, you know struggle that sort of thing. But uh, but the idea is that we we do have some forward thinking and progressive uh, owners, and I think that's nothing but exciting for our league.
0: Liz, Liz Cambege ends up with the Los Angeles Sparks. It looks like. Uh most of the big free agent moves have been made that are going to be made. Uh, What, what'd you make of Liz going there and any other thoughts on free agency in general?
1: No, I think none of us were surprised. I think that was, uh, you know, the off season move that, that that we all knew was going to happen. It was just a matter of Derek doing the Derek Fisher, doing the necessary gymnastics to create the space. And they were able to get that done. And and Liz is uh, an LA spark. And that's something that she's wanted to, to be for a long time, I think since the beginning of, of the league. So um now now it's you know as gms uh now we turn to the coaches and say okay go ahead go go <laughs> go go, be successful with the roster that we built and uh you know in Derek's case um you know i i think he probably feels like that was a move you know that, that could better position their team and uh as we all feel uh in the moves that we made so bring it on you know now now it's time to go and and uh you know, let's see, you know, there's so much chatter about these moves and, you know, it's like when I watch the NBA, there's always got to be winners to this trade or that, you know, transaction. And uh, so we'll be writing about those things, but I think these things take time to develop and, you know, for now there's excitement and and anytime you sign a player, let's just see how it all works out.
0: Yeah. It will be really interesting to see her there. And in that market and with that team Uh, and the good thing for your league is it does create interest uh, overall. Uh, what's going What's going on with your work with TMEOSA? You're a little bit of a hiatus.
1: Uh, we actually are going to gather for a camp uh, in Minneapolis around the Final Four. Uh, I'm excited about another opportunity to be with the team. And, and uh, matter of fact, I was I was up late last night uh, because it was over in Sydney, Australia. But the World Cup draw happened last night, so we now know our pool. We know our preliminary preliminary round games, who they're going to be against before the medal rounds and. Uh, so we got that information last night. That's another big step towards the World Cup. And then as far as uh, us uh, evaluating uh, the roster, the staff, that sort of thing, another important step will happen in Minneapolis um, uh, around the, you know, kind of the, the Final Four event. So it'll be a very, very busy time that, that week in, in, um, in Minneapolis, very exciting time for our community with the women's Final Four. Uh, I know our fans and our fan base and even more will turn out and uh, we do such a great job with these special events.
0: No doubt about it. Hey, let's take uh, time to thank our sponsors starting off with Rudy Luther Toyota.
1: Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther advantage. $0.10 off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today.
0: Thanks to Rudy Luther Toyota. Thanks also to Pizza Luce, sponsoring us for a while now. Pizzaluche.com, places all over the Twin Cities. Uh, we've been doing shows at the downtown Pizza Luce. There's also Pizza Luce in Eden Prairie. We've been doing our baseball shows. But there's basically, if you're in the Twin Cities, there's a Pizza Luce near you. Thanks also to my realtor, Cara Quinn. You can find her at CaraQuinnRealtor.com. You can find her at Vibe Realty as well. And one of the cool things she does, other than take care of me 24 hours a day, is uh, my wife and I try to find a place to build our house. And by the way, we're actually closing in on that thanks to Cara's efforts. Uh, And basically, Cara works around the clock. She's just always there for you. But she also puts out really cool stuff at, uh, and really any place you find, you can Google her and she'll pop up. But if you go to Vibe Realty, if you go to Vibe Realty, you will see notes and blog posts and advice from Cara that she posts, uh, the, the latest one is about this housing market, how crazy it's been. But she's also doing a neighborhood series going around uh, covering different towns, cities and suburbs and telling you what you know real estate's like in that market. What do you get for what price? What are the neighborhoods like? And her latest uh, update on that is St. Louis Park. So she's got the entire Twin Cities covered. Uh, great to work with, as I've been saying for years now, Caraquinrealtor.com. Thanks also to our friend, Lori Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. And want to ask you, if you are interested in solar energy, I can tell you that as a home improvement project, solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. It can pay back 100% of the installation cost within eight years. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar can even pay back more than 300% of its cost over its lifetime. Check out AllEnergySolar.com for deals, rebates, uh, and and everything you need to know about solar energy. And as always, we wanna thank our friends at TSR Injury Law. They've been sponsoring the John Krasinski Show forever. Uh, Steve Terry has turned out to be a great friend of the program and the network. We have him on whenever we can, and we appreciate him chipping in on the Cheryl Reeve Show as well. We hear questions like these all the time. Can TSR Injury Law help me if I'm hit by a driver with no insurance? Yes. How about if not enough insurance? Yep. If you've been injured, it's TSR time. Call us today for a free consultation at six one two TSR time. One of the things I talked to Kelsey Trainer about was just it, it felt like a really good month uh, for women's sports in general. Uh, the you know women's Olympic hockey got tremendous ratings. Uh, you had the settlement for the the for the women's soccer team finally coming through. Probably wasn't everything it should have been, but at least it was uh, decided on the right side. Uh, you saw, you know, College Game Day do a, a preview show for the South Carolina-Tennessee game, which is kind of a new development, and I think it was a big hit. I would think that would continue. Uh, I don't know, and it, you just, you know, women's ratings continue to go up. It, it just felt like a step in the right direction overall. But you're the expert; you tell me.
1: Well, I mean, it's just what we've been talking about for years, Jim. I mean, we think about our show. You can go back, you know, to the first year we were doing this. Like these are all things that we've been saying in terms of. Um, that the, the coverage has to, you know, match um, uh, in a better, on a better scale the interest that there is in women's sports. And we've said that for a long time, that uh, whether it's the coverage, it's the investment, the way we think about women's sports. And, and it's just, you know, obviously it's exciting to see it start to, you know, really gain some momentum and, and, and get to those places that, um, you know, where, where people can just stop saying, uh, that people don't care about women's sports, or they're not interested in it, or or hey, you know, just you don't make enough money. It's not there's not enough revenue, and there's I, I'm just thrilled that we're starting to get to a place where where one people are treating it differently. Uh, not so much the media; we still are living at about four percent of of the media coverage, but we're doing things. Uh, there's more exposure. Um, but the think about the the things that you're talking about; these are these are things that are coming uh, after long drawn out, uh, struggles, uh, look about, look, look at the, you know, the, yes, there's a success story in the women's national team for soccer, but my goodness, look what they had to the extent they had to go through, uh, to be able to, to get to that place, the kick and and the struggling to, to marginalize. And, And so, you know, we're still not there as we all know. Uh, but it is exciting, uh, to, to think about, uh, valuations of, Um, the soccer teams, you know, we didn't really talk much about that, Um, you know, that, that they're being sold uh, for considerably more money than even five years ago. And so uh, our capital rate, our our capital raise for the league, and there's just so many ways that uh, it's very exciting for this next generation coming up, what they're going to be able to live. They're going to be on charter flights. You know, they're, they're going to have more teams. There's going to be more jobs in the WNBA. Same thing's going to be true. Uh, in soccer, in hockey, hockey is going to continue to grow as a professional sport. Uh, so it's going to it's it's going to go exactly where we know it's going to go, just like it did for the men. Um, and you know, just like there was a struggle for men's sports as well in the beginning, uh, this is not surprising. You know, it's called evolution; it's not surprising. Um, and we just, you know, like I said, we'll we'll celebrate these successes, and uh, these are the things that we've talked about uh, needed to happen, and, and and thankfully they are starting to happen. However, we got here.
0: And by the way, uh, Minnesota Aurora, you know, we've talked about Andrea Yak before. She's been my, uh, on my, my show as well as a guest. Uh, they're killing it. I mean, they're way, I mean, she went into that with some hope and some optimism, and they've really surpassed everything in terms of, you know, sales, uh, site, player acquisition, you know, rep- rapidity of movement. It really feels like that's, that thing is going to be a winner.
1: And, you know, again, not surprising. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, it's through the hard work and commitment, you know, to, to people like Andrea. And it's exciting. And we have a great community. That's that's one thing I've really enjoyed about my, my time, better than a decade of being in Minneapolis. Um, you know, the, the community and the way that they support. And it's both men and women. Uh, so I'm really, really thankful. It's why I've stayed as long as I have. You know, there's some shared values there. And uh, no, no surprise that the Aurora wouldn't wouldn't find the same successes that we have found.
0: So for you know, you and I used to talk a lot more about uh, politics and society. We don't always do that. We've had tons of sports and basketball to talk about. But I did want to bring up that uh, you're watching the State of the Union address. You have uh, Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi, uh, two women right behind the president. That's a first. You now have uh, Biden nominating the first. Uh, uh, black woman, Supreme Court justice. Uh, and I certainly hope she doesn't get held up. Uh, it does feel like there's a little bit of progress being made in that area as well.
1: Well, sports are a microcosm of society, right? How many times have I said that? Uh, or has that been said, let's say? Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, that was that was really fun to, you know, when you tune in and you go, man, you know, just like, yeah, this, this is what it's all about and this progress that we're making. And again, it has not come without uh, many many challenges and many 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 kicking and screaming uh, but this is you know this is obviously what what we're hoping for as a country to be leaders in these areas and and it's taking many 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 years uh, and but I'm thankful that these things are happening and uh, again it's not going to come without struggle you know the fight is worth fighting and and it is it is really uh, I think for me to be uh, able to be alive uh, during these times of growth is something I'm really appreciative of
0: do you know that do you have any connections with any women's players who have been stuck in Russia? It sounds like uh, Quigley and van are getting out just as we speak
1: yeah, they they all um, uh, you know have made their way out. Uh, the, the big the big part was getting uh, obviously out of Russia uh, in time. so getting to another country and then making their way back back home. and it seems like um, I would be surprised if they're not all out at this point. I believe we had uh last week i, I want to say we had about 13 or 14 players that were in Russia. So all the players 13 or 14 had gotten out of ukraine um you know that that kind of ended last week and then um even though so uh, ariel atkins just i know because of our usa basketball experience um she actually went back to ukraine but ukraine wasn't playing in ukraine they had moved the games to another country they completed that uh, that part of the schedule they wanted to complete and and then uh, I I believe uh, at this point all, all the WMD players should be out of both Russia and Ukraine if I'm
0: not mistaken. Thank God for that. Good Lord. I, I mean it's, we're we're going to be at a point soon where Russian citizens are going to have trouble leaving Russia. So I'm I'm glad uh, the I'm glad the women players yep. were able to get out. Uh hey, let's uh, let's just get I want to get you back to the uh, Big 10 tournament. Appreciate the time today. Do you have any uh, final thought you want to share with us today?
1: I'm just praying for the people of, of Ukraine. And, and and like you said those are the, you know that maybe are in russia that that don't support what's happening it's just uh it's it's just um it's dif- it's it's difficult to watch um you know, on one hand the bravery and the resilience um you know you just you're you're, you're just pulling for them and and you hope that there is an end to this uh soon but i don't i don't think that um, that any of us think that that's probably going to happen and just just pray for the people of ukraine
0: Yes, well said. Uh, Thank you, Cheryl. Enjoy the tournament, and we'll talk soon.